drinking there? So, a giant coffee. Like, I went to Dunkin' this morning, which I usually go to Starbucks, but I tried to get here on time today because the last <laughs> time I tried to get to Starbucks before I came oh here, it was forever. Even though, like, I always order Starbucks, I order on the mobile app, and as soon as I get there, my coffee's ready. That was, like, some outrageous. Wait, I think it was free coffee day or something, yeah. so everyone was there. But I ordered Dunkin' today, and it's like a giant coffee, and I ordered medium. So, like, I feel like they're always inconsistent at Dunkin'. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dunkin'. Get it together. Like, I will order on mobile, and I'll get there, and sometimes they're like, oh, we didn't check our mobile orders thing. What? Or, like, then they'll be like, oh, yeah, last time I went, they're like, yeah, we're making your drink, okay, because it still wasn't ready. And I'm yeah. like, great. Five minutes later, I'm like, where is that drink? They're like, oh, we can't make hot drinks today. I'm like, well, what? then why did you tell me you were making my drink right. five minutes ago? Oh, they drive me crazy, so Starbucks is definitely the win for me. Yeah, and I have my little Cabo tea. Yes. And then I'm healthy, yeah, healthy option. <laughs> well, you know me. Okay. I'm drinking, you know, toasted white chocolate latte. <laughs> it is what it is, okay. Have you done Christmas shopping? I have not. You know, we have the birthdays. Like, the kids' birthdays are in between the holidays, so, like, so they're both really in there. By, yeah, he's usually falls on uh, every now and then on Thanksgiving or day before or after. And then Sage is the 19th, so she's right before Christmas. So it's always interesting oh gosh, when it comes to, like, you know, this time of the year and gifts and stuff. And um, Christmas is already so expensive. Right, right. <laughs> you get a and double me, they, they're like, they're not too, because, you know, the thing about it, I was talking to a friend the other day, and I was like, the thing about, like, our kids nowadays, like, it's yeah. not like we wait until the holidays like right. oh you want something these kids are you know they get way more in three months right. now we're like oh, you want this from so got it go get it you know so yeah. it's different so they don't really have any like big ask like oh i want this i want that like right. we got his oculus that he really wanted we got that and sage is just like you know she just wants all the nail polish and mm-hmm. makeup and stuff like that so it's nothing really big yeah. um that she wants so yeah we're gonna make it a price you know special for them but it's nothing that's like top of mind for them so it's gonna be difficult I guess we should go ahead and intro this podcast, huh? Yes. So, I'm Courtney. And I'm Jane. This is the Pretty Awkward Podcast. And today, the table's returned. I'm interviewing Jay. So, we have some questions for her. You guys sent over some. Um, and I have some as well. And I am sure Jay will be able to elaborate as well. <laughs> she loves to deep dive. So, <laughs> well, let's get into it. Maybe we'll just start with a couple easy ones that you said that were sent over. So, tell us where are you from? So I was born in Inglewood, New Jersey, and I moved to south of Atlanta when I was five. So, yeah, I've been here. So I always say that it's born in New Jersey, but raised in New Jersey. So, so tell us, how did you get from Atlanta to McDonough? Uh, McDonough, McDonough, I don't know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, so, how, I mean, how, I don't know, how did I get, I was, I don't know. I don't know how I chose. Like, so, like, I was raised, um, like, when we first moved here, we lived in College Park, Georgia, and, you know, um, I went elementary, middle, and high school there, and I went to Savannah State. I moved from, you know, hometown, went to Savannah State for a year, got into a car accident kind of scared me to death and I was like I want to be closer to home and family and so I moved back to um like you know metro Atlanta the area but I didn't want to you know like no one else was in like college park if my mom had 
moved and bought a house in Winder, which is close to Athens, and like all of my family just kind of moved us outside of like the city. Um, and so, yeah, and then I ended up going to like Clayton State, and that was south of Atlanta, and um, I was, you know, searching for apartments, and I found this nice apartment in Madonna, and yeah, and so I think that's where. Okay. Thanks. So how did you and Derek meet? Uh, so we met, so I never actually worked with him, but we did meet at Delta. So we both worked for Delta. And at the time I worked um, as a customer service agent and he was too. Um, and it was like, a tr like, I think I was supposed to be training for something and he was going to like train me on something. And yeah, so that's how we met. So we met like, there, but we never like worked together like but and I think you asked a similar did, was it like love at first sight like did you know when you met him that he was going to be the one no I did not <laughs> I, I definitely did not um yeah I, I didn't I, he you know he was okay. different from like the other guys I had dated um and like our first date I always tell this story like it did not go well, in my opinion. Like, he fell asleep. Stop it. Yes. We, were, we went to the movies to go see Whitney. So, did he ask you to go on a date? Um, it was like a... We weren't, like, really looking. I mean, I, I always think if you... Opposite sex, like, if, you, if there's some type of, like, attraction, even if it's an ounce, like, it's... You can call it a date, but honestly, it was just like, oh, let's just get to know each other type of deal. It wasn't like, oh, let's be romantic okay. or anything like that, but it was just like hey, what are you doing, you know, today, I was like, I think we were planning to go somewhere else, like, to main event or something like that, and then that kind of fell through, and so, you know, we were both, like, already dressed to go there, there, so it was like, okay, let's just catch a movie or something, and so we did that, and we went to go see Whitney, and he fell asleep on the movie, <laughs> and I was so disgusted, and then he woke up in the middle of a movie and started singing, and I was just like, you know what, never again, like, <laughs> this is, this will be the last time I ever talked to dude. And so how did number two happen then? <laughs> um, so then he, like, the next, was it that night, or maybe it was, like, the next day, that night, um, I don't know why I thought this was so cute, but then he, like, te he texted me and was like, hey, can I call you? And I wasn't used to that, I was like, I mean, don't you just call people, you know, if you want to call them? I was like, I guess. And so then he calls me, and it was, like, late at night because we were both working, like, late shifts. Uh -huh. He called me late that night, and we stayed on the phone literally from, like, 11 p.m. to, like, sunrise, 6 a.m., just talking about, like, everything, like, music and past relationships and, like, future plans. And I really got to know him on another level, and I was like, oh, like, I... I guess I like you, you know, like, you know, yeah. um, past the surface. So. Perky, sleeping and all. Right, all of that, yeah. And he, I mean, even, like, the awkward hug, like, he, once we left, I was, like, so disgusted. And he was like, can I have a hug? And I was like, I gave him, like, the most awkward, like, church hug, like, the little pat on the back like this. And he, like, pulled me in closer and was like, don't give me a church hug. Give me a real hug. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> But yes. It's annoying that I like you. Okay, and a question from your group said, how did you, or when did you know it was real love then? How did I, how did I know that it was real love? Why didn't I think about this question before? <laughs> um, how did I know it was real love? I would say, 
that you know that it's real love when um, when you go through life challenges and it's not an easy like just oh I'm gonna give up when it's something that's worth like really working for I mean working towards I think that a lot of times when people get together and they date and they go through like the honeymoon phase and it's like um, even in dating I'm not talking about honeymoon like married but like just even dating um, and you go through things and it's like oh my gosh like this person is not exactly like me I have to kind of work to like you know exist with this person and that can be difficult but then once you realize that okay it's kind of worth me kind of working towards that um, I think that's when it's like okay this is this is love and yeah Okay, um, and another one from your group here, what made you start working out? Um, I started working out, I mean, I've always, like, growing up, I've always been, like, a fit person, like, I've always been, I've done track, I've done um, volleyball, I dance my whole life, like, so I've always been active, and once I went to college, I just stopped, and I gained that 15 pounds, and... I've always since then had like a desire to get back on like a, a, a fitness like plan and like to you know be active and incorporated in my daily life like how it used to be um, but I was never consistent and I you know experienced high levels of like anxiety like in 2018 or 19 I think 19 and I was kind of looking for ways like to um, just kind of balance life out because I felt like that was causing a lot of anxiety and like my therapist was like you know why don't you try like working out and I was like okay I guess you know I think that it is important for me to kind of get active and stuff so I think that was like the thing that kind of keeps me consistent that kind of started like okay let me really figure out a plan like a workout plan um, and what drives me keeps me going is the fact that since I've been on like a consistent workout plan and you know I haven't experienced like I have very little experiences with like anxiety now and it's been amazing so like that keeps me going keeping your hormones balanced oh my gosh okay uh, Siri has Siri, some things right. to say too yeah, yeah so it's keeping everything balanced and so that's what keeps me going that's why anytime somebody I was gonna somebody... say like what inspires you to keep going so yeah. you would say your mental health for and sure everything. For sure. So for me, it's not just like, you know, of course I want to be physically fit and I want to look good, but it's more so like the mental health piece of it because um, I felt what it's like to not be, you know, not do it and not yeah. have be on a routine and then the opposite feelings like being in flow. So I'm like, oh yeah, just want to keep me going. And very similarly, like what are your goals on your fitness journey? Like what is your end goal? Is it just to feel balanced overall mental health wise or do you have physical goals that you're trying to attain? Mm, I definitely want to, you know, I want to split my stomach. I want to tighten my core. Um, I want to lift my butt. <laughs> and I want to lose my, uh, my left handle. So I definitely want to like tone. Overall, just kind of tone. Mm -hmm. That's a goal of mine, um, but I don't have like an end goal. That's something that I want to like. I want to reach that goal, but I really want fitness to just be a part of my like life forever. Yeah. You know? um, and how many times a week do you work out? I think someone asked. Yeah, the goal is for me is always 
three to four times a week. Um, but when it's busy with work, I at least meet twice with the physical trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two times is supposed to be like just independent. But most of the time, it's like three times a week. Um, and what is your diet? I think we've touched on this before a little bit. Yeah, so I have been following the pescatarian diet since I was in sixth grade. So it's been a while. And that diet is, um, you know, the only meat that I consume is fish and shrimp. So it's like seafood. Um, but I do try to incorporate like vegan meals. I try to stay away from dairy. It's not always the easiest because I love my sweets and I love mac and cheese. Also, I'm drinking a latte. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, so that's my diet. I try to also do like more protein because I know that's like something that the fitness gurus, you know, preach. Like, make sure you get your, your protein, 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 protein. So I do like, you know, incorporate like my protein shakes and to make sure that I have an adequate like amount of protein with every meal. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much it. Okay. What do you think success is? What is success to you? What is success to me? Success is. Um, what point would you say like? and spiritually like in a healthy place I think that's success when you're not worried about finances when you're not you know worried about like your mental health or your spiritual like journey I think that's to me that's like success when all those three things are like aligned that's the holistic yeah a millionaire but you know my mental health was out of whack and I didn't feel like a connection to God or then I you know I don't think that's success or and then you know and even you know if I'm mentally like I'm there and I feel happy but then I'm like I have like a ton of debt and I'm worried about bills being paid and I don't feel like that's success and you know same with spiritual I mean you have a great walk with God and you're you know really into your spiritual work but then Finances and mental health isn't really in here. So I think all three of those things have to be in a good place. And that's success. And one of the questions that you asked me to give me fears deep, deep fears. <laughs> no surface level, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did touch on this on your episode. Like, I don't think that, I mean, I don't think that I, that it's like, I don't, I guess I wouldn't consider it a fear now. It was like a past fear of like not being successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not something that I fear necessarily now. Um, so I would say a fear for me is um, death. I think I do fear an early death. I, I fear that. Like I want to be able to kind of live out like my dreams and see my kids grow older and have grandkids and stuff so I think that would be a f- one fear of mine 
or like losing a loved one, like losing my kids to something. Okay, that would be a fear. Yeah, yeah, that's a fear. And I'm saying a fear, but this isn't something that I'm like just, you know, every day I don't let it, you know, it's not consuming me or anything like that. But when I think about it like that, yeah, that's definitely a fear of mine. Um, Those are the worst things that ever happen. Yeah. of course no one wants to lose like a mother or a parent but that's like the circle of life is to mm-hmm. you know like you're supposed to bury your parents but no one expects to have to bury you know their, their kids so that's like very scary so that's something that's definitely for sure yeah. um what did you want to be when you grew up when you were younger and you were like when I grew up I'm definitely gonna be this oh I just knew I was gonna be famous oh okay <laughs> She's on her way, guys. Listen, I just knew, like, that I wanted, oh, no, fame is different. Fame, what I thought fame was before, I don't have, I no longer have that, like, um. But what did you think it was before? Um, I, I literally used to draw pictures, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be an artist. And then I used to, you know, I danced, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be a famous, uh, dancer. I'm going to go to Juilliard, and I'm going to, you know. Okay. Yes. Then I had that, uh, dream. But everything was just, like, in the spotlight, like, performing or you know I thought I was going to be an actress at some point um have you ever pursued that at all have you ever pursued that at all no not really Mm -mm. not not in a real way um because I kind of went into like once I went to college I did like an internship with a famous photographer and I was like I want to do like backstage Mm -hmm. um uh, what is it like management type of deal? Like I want to be the person behind the scenes, kind of running the show. So I did my internship with that, but it was yeah. I never, um, you know, I've done like the reality TV, you know, with the singles of the dress. And I actually was this close to being on Real World. Um, I did. I went through round three, I think. In so you did pursue it. You did apply but, to things. But, that, but yeah, but that's. That's not acting, acting. That's just like reality. But you'd be famous. Yeah. People yeah. would know you. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, yeah, I guess. Okay. So, I guess the answer is yes, I did. Um, but once those cameras got in my face and that green screen, I couldn't be myself anymore. It was yeah. like the other interviews, like when I did my recording at home, that was fun. Did that. We had like a group interview where we had to like just kind of, you know, interact with the other um, potential like cast mate. And that was fun. I was able to just be myself. And. But then once they did, like, the one-on-one, like, green screen, I was like, how do you expect me to, like, just talk to this camera and be myself? Like, I was hard. So yeah. I knew I wasn't. I was like, yeah, I didn't do good. That's a cool experience, though. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. That's fun. It was fun. So I guess now, like, so when you were younger, you wanted to be famous in the sense of, like, a performer of some sort. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, do you have any dreams now or like when I grow up now or you kind of just happy with where your life ended um, up I honestly like how I see my myself like in 10 years is not the life that I'm living now um, I see myself like kind of owning my own career um, entrepreneur entrepreneurship mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know, really taking a business off um, in some kind of ways. I do love podcasting, so, you know, um, I can definitely see the podcasting going to another level and really being able to put more time and energy into 
into the space. And you were looking at doing another podcast too, right? Yeah, I'm still, you know, kind of thinking. I don't know where I feel like I have all this time. Like, <laughs> to have two podcasts, to work full-time, mommy, you know, all these things. Like, I just, I, I have a delusional, like, time for me. It's like, girl, like. But, no, but, yeah, it's something that I um, I, I thought about. Um, yeah, but we'll, we'll see. But that one was more so to have, like, because I have, like, friends and family who have, like, such, like, just juicy stories just in life. Yeah. And so it was more so, like, a show with me just interviewing, like, them and, yeah. like, bringing them on and kind of similar to, like, this. Like, yeah. us, you know, talking and getting really deep with them because they just have really good stories. And I was like, I'll bring you all on and just, so, yeah, it's still a thought. So I haven't decided anything because, like, where is the time? Yeah. But, yeah. If you could hop on a plane today, so I'm showing up at your door, where are you going? Anywhere in the world. By myself? Or? <laughs> However you want. I, can, like, I guess that's part B. Are you right. taking anyone with you? Right. Um, you know, I love my, I love my family. <laughs> I love my husband. But, um, bye. <laughs> you know, but if I just could do something. Like, I never thought I would be the person to, like, solo trip. Like, take a solo trip. But now... I did, one, I did one when I was um, in college. I went to, um, probably, I think I told the story, but I went to Santa Monica, went to L.A., and did the whole transit, never did public transit before, did the public transit by myself, and, you know, it was, like, one of the best trips. Like, and it was just a day trip. Um, so, saying all that to say, yes, I would probably, it was two places, and they're, like, totally different places, which is funny. Um, no, three places I can think of. <laughs> so, one is, like, my favorite, one of my favorite cities, which is Montreal. I would go there because I wouldn't fear, like, um, I would feel like I would know how to get around. I wouldn't fear, like, crime or anything like that or, you know, getting harmed because it's a really, really safe city. Um, but, and I'm familiar with it, so I would say Montreal would be one. Um, two is, like, a dream desica- destination of mine, which is Bora Bora. Mm-hmm. And so I would do Bora Bora. Um, I don't know if that's a solo trip. I probably want to, I don't know. Yeah, but Bora Bora. And then third would be Ghana. Ghana is like, they're building up Ghana. And, you know, I have a, one of my favorite, Demetria, one of my favorite like podcasters. She recently relocated to Ghana, and she always talks about Ghana and how beautiful it is and just the things that they're doing there in Ghana. Um, yeah, so I would say Ghana. And that's another place where I feel like, you know, kind of safe and All right, how about what's at the top of your bucket list? Could be top one, top three. What are some things on your bucket list? Bucket list. Um, what are some things that are on my bucket list? Um, do I have a bucket list? <laughs> I guess, you know, definitely going to Bora Bora, going to Africa, some touching the continent, going somewhere is definitely on a bucket list. The first place would probably be, like I said, Ghana, Tanzania. Do we need to go to Kenya? Kenya, yes, Kenya. I really want to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. That's so maybe just travel. Yeah, travel. Because, I mean, I have no type of, like, I'm not jumping out of an airplane. <laughs> I am not going to snorkel. You know, I've been snorkeling, but I'm not doing, you know, no crazy. Like, that was, if you would have talked to me 10 years ago before I had kids, uh, that bucket list would have been, like, 
do all these crazy things. Now it's just like, I just want to get up. Yeah. Um, oh, well, my bucket list, yes, is to, okay, this is more, it's not an experience. I don't know when I think of bucket list, I think about experiences, right? Mm-hmm. And not necessarily like goals and milestones, right? So I guess no. Well, it could be whatever you want. It could be like, before I die, I want to do this. It could yeah. be, be a president. I want, <laughs> yeah, no, I want to, um, I want to own a multi-million dollar company. That's what I want to do. Like, I want my, my company to, um, to change lives in some way, shape, form, or fashion, whether it's to, like, the consumers or to, like, the employees or something. Like, I want to, I want to do that. And I want to have um, a property. I want some acreage. I want some acres. And I want to be able to pass that down to my kids. So. Okay. She's got it written down. Yes. Spoken <laughs> into the universe. Yes, it's out there. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe in manifestation? Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I believe in the power of words. Um... For sure. That's why I have things written down. I write in my journal and I'll be writing all on my window. My, not the window, my mirrors. <laughs> Putting sticky notes on my mirrors, like, you know, waking up, like, I am worthy. I am loved. I am, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Your affirmations. All my affirmations. But yeah, I definitely believe so. I believe that, you know, words are pow- powerful and they can work for you or against you. And I think that's important. Even thought, I feel like it's the same with thoughts. Like thoughts, they're almost as powerful as like the words that you speak, and so you can manifest, you know, good things or bad things into your life just by your thoughts. And right. So yes, for sure. Okay. So I'm manifesting. Um, <laughs> manifesting good health and mental health, financial health, spiritual health. Manifesting all the good ones. All right. Well, I feel like we should wrap it up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's been real. I made it. She made it. it. She's not sweating it. Jay is not sweating it. Don't let her fool you. (laughs) No. um, Jay's not afraid of the hot seat. I am not. I'm not. I think I do pretty good. Because I just, I don't know, that's an open book, kind of. But it just turned, like, it wasn't always this way. I used to be very private, on, especially on social media. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't share anything, like, at all. Like, very little. Very curated. And now I'm, you know, been a little more open since I started a new page, sharing everything, you know, not everything, but, so. Anyway. Thanks, yeah. Courtney, for the interview. <laughs> she's on her way being famous so oh <laughs> i don't know famous Mark, this is fame is different now i don't think when i was younger famous, famous fluid. Was, yeah famous was just like what do you think famous now fame now is you know i think people get famous for you know all kinds of things bad things good things um for embarrassing themselves like it's just uh, um, yeah, because I used to think that fame was like, oh, when you excelled at a certain thing, you know, like if you were the best dancer, you were the best like singer, or um, you know, like that's 
what made you famous, like your talent. And now with the age of like social media, it's like you get famous for, you know, getting glue stuck in your hair or putting, you know, like just crazy things. And um, so yeah, fame is different now. And um, yeah, I don't think I ever want the life of like not being able to kind of walk into a grocery store and with my kids or to have like that's the part of fame where it's just like I would I don't think I would ever want that like I like the you know the you know meeting people you know like I like I feel like that's the thing that a lot of celebrities they like Oprah never like really gets to meet someone you know like everyone knows who she who she is and they already have like this idea of who she is so she never gets to like really just meet someone new and like hey I'm Oprah introduce herself so I think that's something that I would probably miss if I was more more famous. So, yeah, no. I don't, I want the money. I don't want the, I don't think <laughs> You keep the fame. I just want the, 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 the money. You know, the influence. Yeah. You want to be a strong business person. Yeah. Not really in yeah. the public eye. No. Yeah. You can keep the, the public eye. So, you can keep that. Yeah. All right. So, we seriously are wrapping okay. it up now. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Make sure that you follow us on the socials. Let us know how you like the this interview series if you want more of this kind of stuff um let us know follow us at pretty afro pod on instagram as our personals the courtney nielsen mm-hmm. lisa J. um yeah yeah like comment subscribe rate review all those things all right bye all right, guys <laughs>